The Paul Leslie Hour, helping people tell their stories. And now, your host, Paul Leslie. Hey, it's me. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Paul Leslie Hour. Consider it fate. I'm going to be talking for a moment about a new album out. It's called Notes from Columbia, released February 21st, 2020. It's available on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, and so on. Columbia is another way to say America. And the writer and singer of the songs on the album is with us right now. Pablo Dylan is joining us. This is his second visit, and we're going to be talking about that album, Notes from Columbia. In my opinion, there are some great stories here, great lyrics, but complementing them are some very different and very unique melodies. So, Pablo Dylan, what is new in your world? How you doing, Paul? Um, a pleasure to be here again. I very much enjoyed our first interview, and I'm sure this one will be fantastic also. You know, I was just out on tour with Maud Sun, but five minutes before we went on stage in the great city of Chicago, the land of Lincoln, we found out the tour was canceled because of COVID-19, and now I'm back at home writing more songs. <laughs> so you're back on the West Coast right now? Yes, sir. So tell me, and, and feel free to be as honest as you like. What did it feel like you're you're in the midst of something, your heart and your mind is, is involved in this tour, and then tour is not happening? Um, well, you know, the craziest thing about the tour was I finished the album last year before any of this coronavirus stuff, but on my song Pistols and Dawn, I have a song where I say, Eden is coming, now war and sickness dwell. So it was really sort of interesting playing this song every night because every day it became a little bit more true. Interesting. Prophetic. <laughs> well, I, you know, I don't know about that. It's just uh, very interesting. Very interesting. And, you know, my heart was in that tour. I was out there with all my friends. We had a blast. And it was just a shame it got canceled. But there's nothing you could do, and everybody saying safe is definitely much more important. And um, I'm back to writing songs. As I was mentioning, Colombia is another way of saying America. I'm very happy you thought that. I knew you would. Most <laughs> people don't. They asked me if the album's about cocaine, which obviously it's not. <laughs> They're like, Pablo, Colombia. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have had the unique experience of traveling this country of ours, touring. What insight yeah. has that given you? Oh, it's given me a tremendous insight. It's been the honor of a lifetime to travel around this country playing for the American people. You know, the thing that I think is so underestimated, especially in places like L.A. and New York, is that a lot of these people live completely different lives. And, you know, uh, we have a land that's strongly rooted in multiple traditions. And I think you can really see that. You know, I think a lot of people are suffering right now. And, you know, something has to change quite soon. This is, correct me if I'm wrong, this is your first full-length album. Yeah. Debut album. Right. Was, I mean, when, when an artist makes an album, you have released songs, of course, the EP, The Finest Somersault. When you are making your first full-length album, is there any bit of nervousness because it's like you only get one first? 
Um, you know, I think for a lot of artists there are. I remember when I used to produce records, that would be a real fear for a lot of people. But to be honest with you, I've been doing this for quite a long time now. So it was just about focusing in on doing that and focusing in on doing it. And uh, that's one thing I can actually do quite well. And uh, I just wanted to speak to the experience. When I put out The Finest Somersault, I had played a lot, but mostly around L.A. By the time I sat down to write notes from Columbia, I had seen the whole country. So I, I think that was a of grave importance. Is there a part of the country that in particular surprised you? Yeah, you know, in a lot of a lot of people say rock and roll is dead nowadays. Well, it's not. Go to Indiana, go to Detroit. People still love this music and they can't wait to hear it every night. I think I and yeah, I think that that was the most surprising thing is that you know, it's not dead. People still react to it. People love all types of music. And most of the country is hungering for it. I remember in our first interview, I asked you if you could sing a duet with anybody. And the answer that you had, it was a great one. You said you would have wanted to sing with Hank Williams. And yeah, on the note of collaboration, do you ever write with someone else or are you typically someone who writes by yourself? Oh, I write my songs by myself. They take me a lot of time to work out to be able to say what I want to say. And I don't think anyone else uh, would have the patience to go through that process with me. Sometimes they take months. Would you ever consider writing with someone else? Yeah, of course. You know, probably someone I'm friends with. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But uh, there's definitely other songwriters I'd love to work with. Nick Cave. Nick Cave. Yeah, have you heard his new album? Uh, no, I haven't heard it. Uh, it's incredible. I mean, he just has these songs on there that are so dark. You've never heard anything as stark as this. There's a song on there called Waiting for You. Uh, I think I remember the lyrics. Um, uh, a priest runs through the chapel. All of the calendars are turning. A Jesus freak on the street says he's returning. Well, sometimes a little bit of faith can go a long, long way. <laughs> Interesting stuff. I mean, yeah, just unbelievable. You know, as we were mentioning earlier in the interview, you were supposed to come to Atlanta, Georgia on this tour. And I'm wondering, did you ever visit that venue, the Masquerade in Atlanta? I've never been there, no. It's kind of a spooky place. <laughs> this is the best way I can... Really? Yeah. I was, I was excited to see the show, but also I really wanted to know what you were going to think about that, but I guess that will have to wait. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Well, yeah, I mean, hopefully we'll, we'll get to do an interview there. <laughs> right, right. You've been to Atlanta, yeah. right? Yeah, of course I've been to Atlanta. What a storied city. Absolutely. Yeah. A lot of history. Even if you just think about all the rap music that's come out of Atlanta recently, recently as in like in the last 20 years or so, Gucci Mane, Waka Flocka, of course, OG Mako, Migos. I mean, they've set the tone for everybody. I also have to say it, it probably is one of the top places to get a great meal these days. 
<laughs> Just saying. <laughs> oh, well, that's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, speaking of places, there's one song in particular. There, there were several, but there was one that really captured my imagination. I'm hoping you can tell us about King Cyrus of Kentucky. Um, you know, I wrote that song after playing all these bars all throughout L.A., and I just noticed a lot of people were filled with desperation and sadness. And, you know, that story of King Cyrus, Kentucky, it's a completely real story. I've, I've heard that story a million times. I've heard a lot of different people tell me that story. And I think it was, it was something in the air, and I really wanted to capture that because I don't hear any other songs talking about those type of issues. You know, the American worker has been the most amazing worker that's ever existed. We have an incredible tradition, mining of all these things. And nowadays, most of these jobs are done overseas. And it's left these people who've perhaps worked at the same place for generations and generations with nothing. Yeah. While the people who own these companies are getting rich off of it. And, uh, I, I thought that's, a, that's something that had to be expressed. You know, you see people talk about it in, in the news, but you don't hear the personal side to it. Mm-hmm. Right. For someone who's listening to this, because I, I know that for a lot of people, you know, I think about the artists, for example, who are affected by this recent catastrophe, this COVID, the coronavirus. Right. But then I also think about, well, you know, it's not just them. Of course, there's the person who tears the tickets. There's the photographers. There's the security. There's tons of people that are affected. Pablo, what do you think the best? Everyone. Yeah, everyone, exactly. We are all affected. What do you think the best response to turmoil, to difficulty is? Uh, you know, I, I think one thing that I'm definitely noticing is people's sanity disappearing. Everybody's freaking out. You know, I, I, I think we all have to follow everything, you know, our governors say. And it's just about, you know, we all got to keep going and stay hopeful. And, you know, I hope everybody stays safe. I'm trying to think that, you know, I don't actually want to give any advice on the virus because I think that's uh, definitely not my place. Right, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, I find that for me, at least, I agree we got to follow the instructions of people who know about, for example, health and medicine and public safety. But for me, yeah. it's been hard sometimes to just get my mind off of it. <laughs> you know, it's like I, I feel like yeah. at times my mind has needed a break. And yesterday I just decided I was going to, I thought, you know what? Nature is still open. And I went and I took a one hour long walk, just started walking. Nice. Just to keep my sanity, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I think that's what's important. A lot of good movies to watch, a lot of good music. <laughs> and, uh, you know, everyone wants to stay at home, so it's not like any of us have anything else to do anyways. Right. <laughs> what would you say is the best compliment you've ever gotten as an artist or just as a person? Uh, you know, I, I, I can't really single one out, but I can tell you all the love I've seen from people on this last tour was incredible. 
And I'm so thankful that people listen to my songs and I've been able to have this experience and I just want to keep working to make better songs and have better shows. There's something I want to call to the attention of the listeners out there. You did this video recently that I thought was really interesting. It's called the LA Archives. This was episode one or volume one. And I'm guessing it's in conjunction with Adwood Magazine? Yeah. So you went to Sideshow Books? Tell us a little bit about this this thing that you're doing. Well, I think LA has a lot of history. And I'm trying to illuminate I'm trying to illuminate all the things that happen here. So, you know, a lot of my favorite artists, bookstores that are still around, I just wanted to go and document these things because I think a lot of people have have forgotten them and pretty soon they won't exist anymore. So I, I think it's very important work. Absolutely. So you'll be doing more of these videos? Yeah. Got a lot more coming. Oh, yeah. Can you maybe give us a maybe an idea about one of them? Uh, one of them has to do with William Faulkner. Ah, you know the bookstore, and then uh, you mentioning this Faulkner. I remember we talked about literature a little bit. So you're a big reader. Yeah. Are you reading anything in particular at the moment? Uh, Dostoevsky, Crime and Punishment. Okay. I'm, you know, I actually, you know, it's kind of a weird book to be reading during this whole coronavirus thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think in a weird way, that's actually given me much more insight into the mind and, you know, how we cope with all of this. Well, Pablo, I hope we get a chance to connect yet again. I want everyone out there to visit PabloDillon.com. I appreciate you checking in with us. I have faith that there will be uh, shows, more shows coming, including out here in Atlanta. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, we're going to reschedule the whole tour and still go on the whole thing. Wonderful. Yeah. And yeah, we'll have new music coming out soon. And everybody go listen to Notes from Columbia. Absolutely. Well, Pablo, keep at it. And until next time. Paul, appreciate it always. I always love doing these interviews. They're super great, and I very much appreciate you always asking me good questions. Well, I appreciate you taking the time, and I appreciate your answers. I can, I can tell that they're they're very thought. They're 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 thought out. So oh, thank you. <laughs> All right, sir. Godspeed. You too. Bye. Ba ba doodly beep ba. Goodbye.